Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. All right, hour number three, Barton Han, Alan Han, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. Your calls at 800-919-3776, of course. It's been lively today. We've been all over the map, but that's how we do it. It's Thursday, of course, so you know Rex Ryan's on deck, and you know Rex Ryan absolutely loves this time of the show. I love the power, power, power. So, Bart, with that being said, it's hour number three, Bart and Hunt with Rex on deck. What's that all mean? It's the power, hour, 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 hour. Hour. I like the power hour. Yeah, we everybody likes it. People yell it at me in the different arenas that I'm into, the listeners, so you'll love it. And yeah, we love having Rex on as well. And Rex, how you doing, by the way? Anytime it's the power hour, 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 it's a great time. <laughs> it is a great time. <laughs> is it a great time in L.A. with the Chargers, with Jim Harbaugh? How do we feel about this hire? I think it's going to be an outstanding hire. I really do. I, I think they could have done better with Ben Johnson, but other than that, I think Harbaugh's phenomenal right there. And it just sends the whole message to that entire division that, oh, you better watch out. Because we know the, the one thing about the Harbaugh is they coach their butts off. Their dad was a great coach. Jim's a great coach. And John, obviously, is a great coach. So, yeah, it's uh, I, I think it's, it's great. And you know what? It, it's funny because – you know, there is no salary cap on coaches. So, mm-hmm. man, go out, spend the money, get the guy that you think is is going to be a difference maker for you. And, and uh, you know, I think they hired a great guy. Now, when you when you think about it, right, you talk about Ben Johnson and maybe, you know, him still playing, you know, enabled him to really accept a job or something like that. But, you know, his, his name is still out there maybe with the commanders. When you look at what's happening to Bill Belichick, and it looks like he may not get um, – he may be one without a seat because it looks like probably Vrabel is the uh, favorite there. And you look at, you know, Seattle, he has been mentioned there. Do you think that just maybe his failure to develop Mac Jones and all that he brings in and the fact that you know his coaching career has a shelf life because of his age is really hindering, you know, teams for even bringing him in for an interview? Because you look at the Panthers just hired someone, Commanders, and also Seattle. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I just think, you know, I mean, you're 71 years old, so obviously the shelf life is not long. I mean, I, I mean, it's not not like you were, you know, 51 or 61 even. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think that, that's obviously the biggest thing. And, and, uh, and then the power that he would, uh, that he would want. Now, it's been said that, no, no, he's, he, he's not all about that, but I, I think that's what he's been about. He's picked all the players in New, uh, New England, and and you know, so obviously he'd step away. But how many general managers are going to feel good with Bill Belichick? Oh, by the way, Bill, you're going to take this player. You know, like mm-hmm. so. I think part of that is you know, and, and people are afraid. You know, they're afraid to hire better people or great great people. And it's funny back when I was like in in the in the game, I always wanted to surround myself with as good or better than me. And I don't know why the hell that that's not the case anymore. But obviously, if it was based on a coaching resume, Belichick would be the first guy to hire. But there's also some, uh, you know, I mean, the age is obviously a big concern. The Mac Jones lack of development. I, I mean, I don't know if that's directly on Bill, but 
it's certainly uh, on his resume. But the crazy thing is, do you think that it's also his inability to bring in the best and brightest coaches because our team's, like, nervous the fact that they think that, okay, when Bill leaves, he doesn't have a successor. A successor. When you think about you don't want to hire um, Matt Patricia, you damn sure don't want to hire Josh McDaniels. So, like, he because he doesn't have any new guys – that they, they can see as head coaches. Do you think that's hurt him as well because he hasn't surrounded himself? Like one thing I can say about Nick Saban, he always kept a new and innovative young coordinator on both sides of the ball, almost seemed like bi-yearly. Yeah, but I think, you know, when you look at, uh, you know, Mayo just got hired with New England, so that's one of his younger guys uh, that he's developed. We'll see how that goes. Um, but, you know, hey, it's just I, – I think the age is, has more to do with it than anything, and obviously nobody can say anything because that would be age discrimination mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But this man still – I mean, he coaches his tail off. There's no doubt about it. But at the same time, you know, sometimes that New England deal, I, I think it's uh, it's draining. And it works with, with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. But it might not work with anybody else. It doesn't look like it has. So, you know – that's, uh, you know, being a professional and all that stuff that, that you know, like, you know, the Patriot system, all that stuff's great, but it's the other stuff. It's the media. It's the lack of, you know, uh, you know, not letting these guys really, you know, be on social media, be in all that. And that's what these kids grow up with. So I think sometimes that's, you know, and it's great as long as you're winning, but when you don't win, then it's like, ugh. Like, you know, you just saw a team that looked tired, unenthused. I mean, that, that's, that's the worst damn offense I think I've ever seen. So, mm. uh, you know, I, I mean, that's that that may weigh into it as well. Rex, with let's say, because there's only three jobs left open, and Atlanta ha- has talked to Belichick twice, but it seems like Vrabel might be the favorite there, not Bill. So let's just do this hypothetical because I'm curious about what you think because I've – I've been thinking about this. If he doesn't, let's say he doesn't get a job. Let's say nothing, you know, like you just described, it's a very specific job. It's got to be somebody that is willing to give him a lot of power and want to do that. And it might be a short uh, a short stint. Would that then, if, if you were Brian Dable, would you feel like this guy's going to hang over me now the whole season? And if I get off to a bad start, if I don't have a, a great season, there's every reason for the New York media and John Mara to be jumping all over the idea of bringing Bill Belichick, quote-unquote, home uh, as the head coach. Would you feel that way? Uh, you know what's funny? I mean, it certainly would be – it would definitely be out there. There's no doubt. But as a coach, you're thinking, oh, hell, I'm going to win anyway. Who cares? <laughs> right. Of course. Right. That, that's that's just course. your mentality. At yeah. least it should be your mentality. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be over everybody. And, look – you know, is part of the reason he hadn't come to terms yet? Is it financial? How much is it going to cost to get Bill Belichick? You know, so there's uh, there's other things as well. Um, but again, it's funny because I even mentioned like before, like you know, hey, maybe somebody like Buffalo decide that, you know, is this guy brought us as far as he can? Like I don't know, but I think there's there's going to be a lot of coaches feeling pressure if it's not going well for you and, and, Oh, you got the greatest of all time sitting out there. So yeah, I right. think that that's real, not just for Brian Dayball, but for everybody. Well, again, you have the greatest of all time coach wise out there. He has blood in the ground with the giants. You know, obviously it was the days was yeah. Parcells as defensive coordinator. 
And it's he's openly talked in the past about how much he reveres and loves that specific franchise. So that's you know, and then it's New York. So you know, you you, you might have remembered Rex how we we take small things and make them very big. You know that too. So like all all it takes is lose the lose the season opener to the Cowboys, and it's you know Belichick's out there. You know you can always get him in. Here. You know that that's just going to be there hanging over. And if I was like, if you were the coach and I was your agent this off season, if I knew Bill's out there, I'd be going to the Giants, going, you know, he's got uh, one year left on his deal after this season. Why don't we get an extension done? Why don't we get that done so we can just eliminate any concerns about maybe moving on after this season? You know, like I think that's yeah, the kind of stuff yeah, that exists. I, well, it does exist, but I'm going to tell you, if the organization was feeling that way, they'd come to you with the extension. Mm. So mm-hmm. the fact they haven't. There might, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's not the time. You, you don't have your agent go in there when they don't want you. <laughs> you know, because that's not going to go well for you. <laughs> You're not negotiating uh, from a position of power, completely understand. No, e- exactly. So, but yeah, no, it's, it, it really is interesting. You know, yeah. uh, I think Atlanta may be waiting for an Aaron Glenn, uh, a Ben Johnson, you know, one of those, one of those two guys as well. It seems like they're 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 mentioning that next week they will they're will you know they're going to bring these guys in okay. so they're being slow with the process yeah. so to me I think they're they're more candidates than they than you know they want to make sure here's the thing like I, I love it these teams that are I'm going to jump them we're going to get this guy we're not going to wait for Ben Johnson well shame on you <laughs> right like you know what I mean like okay it's great you got your guy now you can go get your assist you can go get all this and that. But you never got the best guy. Like, if you really feel that Ben Johnson's the best guy, why wouldn't you wait? And and that's what I don't get from some of these teams jumping up and like, who the hell is that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Dave Canales. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Yeah. What? Right. You know. So to me, I I, I don't I don't get it. I would have waited for the best, and and you know maybe that's what Atlanta's doing here, waiting on uh, you know the guy that was ranked that. The, the one coordinator that the players wanted to play for more than any of them was Aaron Glenn. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we had to wait. Maybe we had to wait for him. Let, let's see what he has to offer when he comes in for another interview. Same thing with, you know, with with, uh, with his Ben Johnson. I mean, who who's who scored more offensive touchdowns in the National Football League than the Detroit Lions when you include playoffs and regular season? Uh, that'd be nobody. <laughs> uh, so maybe we want to wait on that guy. Mm. But I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting uh, – you know, to see how it goes. Obviously, Vrabel, I mean, he, uh, you know, he comes from that, that Belichick tree and one of the only ones that have been actually successful. So, you know, maybe that's that's a possibility there as well, like you mentioned. But I think they'll be patient now. You've waited this long. Be patient. Make sure you get the right guy. Yeah, be as thorough as you possibly can. It's, a, it's always the, the right thing to do. We're talking with Rex Ryan, as we do every Thursday on Bart and Han, Alan Han, Bart Scott. Um, I, I, I know Bart has his loyalties in sometimes in picking games but this is not easy for him and it's probably not easy for you either as we talk about the Ravens you know like what they can do going into can they get to a Super Bowl and then the Detroit Lions and can they get to a Super Bowl and then I imagine for both of you that's like you know the ultimate which side do I pick here right like so is this weekend more emotional than than normal for both of you I guess because of your ties to both these franchises and everybody knows Bart's from Detroit but people might not right. know that Rex, your son Seth, is on the staff there, right? Wide receivers coach with Detroit. So, like, is this one of those like where both games mean a little extra more 
for either for both of you? Well, it damn sure means to me. I mean, and when you have a son, you know, getting ready to do something that no family's ever done in the history of the NFL, go to three Super Bowls, you know, three generations um, in in the coaching, that would be certainly an amazing yeah. feat for our family and for this young man. Like he's, you know, he's on his own. Like hell, he coaches receivers. He's obviously out of the will. <laughs> he's a damn offensive coach. <laughs> But, you know, he's making his own mark, and he's going to be, in the next three or four years, he might be one of these uh, one yeah, of these is. guys looking for another job, you know. Yeah. So we'll see. But but um, one thing that would certainly help him is that that team gets to a Super Bowl and, and actually wins it, be mm-hmm. incredible. But And then on the other side, you got Baltimore. And it's like, you know, Bart and I spent so many years there. I spent 10 years coaching. Bart spent, seven. you know, over half his career, seven years playing like yeah of course you got an attachment there an affinity with this this team and the fact that ownership's there uh harbaugh's still there you've got from ozzy newsome eric uh, DeCosta, eric DeCosta. all those guys are still there man he's serving eggs like it's <laughs> yeah. like yeah. i'm just telling you like so there's like some some extended family there still so yeah of course you know uh, i mean I'm going to be cheering for both those two franchises for sure. It's weird because I just I, I I like the narrative more. You know, I, I'm I want Detroit to 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 get there, but I don't know if I want them to win simply because I'm tired of the narrative surrounded around Lamar Jackson, and I, I think that him winning with the style of play that he plays, it's like it's like a win for Michael Vick. It's like a win for Colin Kaepernick, even though I think he's a more refined player than just what he does with his legs. But that's the first thing that people think about when they think about him. They think about his athleticism, even though I think he can just be – he can be as ever refined and has as a, a strong arm as Josh Allen, where Josh Allen isn't considered like the dual threat running guy, which he is as well. But uh, I just right. think it's important for a guy like Lamar Jackson to win to be able to open it up maybe for Jaden Daniels and others that can pass for by him so that when we talk about what Bill O'Brien said to the quarterback for from Alabama that he shouldn't be playing quarterback, that he can say, hey, yeah, I am going to play quarterback because Lamar they said the same thing to Lamar Jackson and it can embolden a lot of kids that look like Lamar Jackson. And Lamar Jackson reminds me of Ed Reed when he first got – to the Ravens, and, and they told him to cut off his, his braids and, and his unibra, you know what I mean, and, you know, to, to look more corporate. You know, I think we in, a, in an environment now where we should let guys be who they are, and if they decide to do that, you can have that conversation, but you don't hold it against them, like Colin Kaepernick with the tattoos and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel you, Bart. I mean, I remember when they said uh, the same thing about Randall Cunningham when he when, – when he was there with the Eagles, and my dad's like, "No, hell no, he ain't a receiver. He's a damn quarterback, right?" You know, and and so it's it's been going on that way, and I think people are finally getting away from uh, what your paint job is. You know what I mean? Like, who gives a crap? <laughs> you know, and like, you know, men are men. It, I don't I don't care, and hopefully we're we're past that. Um, but you're like, it's funny you mentioned Josh Allen. Now I don't think anybody like arm. Uh, Lamar's got a great arm. Not like Josh Allen. That's the once in a lifetime arm. Right. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, he's a dual threat as well. That's what you want. You want guys that are dual threats now. And the funny thing is, going back to even Bill Walsh. Bill Walsh. I remember he was a mentor of mine, and he would tell me that mobility is the most underrated thing in a quarterback. He always looked for dual threats. And Steve Young, 
like, you know, Joe Montana, Steve Young, like all those guys had mobility. And that that's that's the thing. And, and unfortunately, like Lamar, I, I mean, surely to goodness people are passive. He's, he's, he's what, 28 years old or 26 years old and 26, on his yeah. second MVP. 26, two MVPs. Mm. I think we could we could we, we can get rid of that BS, you know, and and uh, and things. But you know, I I think I don't think he has to win the Super Bowl if he can get if he can get past Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, he doesn't need to win the damn Super Bowl. Can, can, <laughs> so yeah, can I? Me, that's that's yeah. the truth. Can I ask you a question about um, about the matchup? Right, listen, the person there that sets the tempo is. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco. I know that sounds crazy to most people, but the guy that sets the tone, the physical tone, uh, is Pacheco. I mean, how important is it early for Raekwon and Smith, and or, or Patrick Queen, or even Kyle Kyle L. Hamilton, to detach him from his his soul from his body, to to let him yeah, know and, and, what time it is. Bart, you know who it's going to be. It's going to be Roquan. Roquan's a, a fierce hitter and. You know, Patrick Queen ain't the hitter Roquan is, but I think you're right. I think that funnel that ball inside to Roquan and say, hey, you run hard and things, yeah. you're going to run hard back to your damn huddle. Yeah, like going to knock the hell out of you. And I, that's why I think this is a horrible matchup for Kansas City. Horrible matchup. Hmm. Like, this defense is as good a defense as the Ravens have had since, since we were there, you know, in 06. Um, so I mean, it, that's how good this defense is. So, so the do you fact go, that they can bludge you with the run too? Like I, this is a bad matchup for so, Kansas City. So so do you go old reduce and say here's the bubble? Like let's get on the train tracks and see if you're about that life. Do do you invite? Do you say okay? No 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 no. Because I, I don't want them to have to come into it. I want them straight downhill. Do if I'm if you oh, sit there? Do you say here's reduce? Come on through this B gap, partner. Now, holler at your boy. Well, let's see what time it is. I would love I would love to see it. But as soon as they see that front, they're going to start throwing it because <laughs> they, they know what the hell is coming. <laughs> but uh, you know us. We would. We'd say, oh, hey, there he is. We're in this front. Go for it. Oh, and then when the- that dude would be looking out his ear hole, then it would be like, okay. <laughs> when Bart and Ray are blasting him, it's like, ah, uh, okay, we might want to throw it every snap. Hey, but Coach, that last play you called, you do, you know? don't ever call it again. Remember remember who, <laughs> remember who was we going, we were going, against, we were going against the uh, the Lions that year, and we stopped them eight times from the goal line, and the dude, the running back they kept giving to, he just started taking his shoulder pads off, running to the side like, hell no. And he, t- he took a, yep. it. Was, it was somebody from Virginia Tech running back, and he played for the yep. Lions, and he started taking his – he took his helmet off, and he started running. He got up after one play, and he just started taking his shoulder pads off. Like, I ain't going in there no more. Nope, I'm done. They, they called 19 penalties on us that day, and probably every one of them on our defense. It was the damnedest thing ever. We stop them, four play – oh, penalty. First down, first and goal. Pope penalty. It was the damnedest thing ever. They finally scored, and I think they – like, okay, we'll stop throwing flags. It was the damnedest thing I've ever seen. Hmm. And we got – we got – Remember, we finally get off the field. They called. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, chemo hit him with the degeneration uh, X. He hit him with the degeneration yeah. X, and they called another. They called a personal foul, automatic first Unsport- down, seven yeah. times from personal, the one yard line. Yeah. Unsportsmanlike. Yep. Exactly. Are you, is the running back yeah, you're talking about, Kevin perfect. Jones? Yeah, it could be. I think yeah, so. yeah. I he's think that, he, that, yeah. That's him. 
Yep. He took his clothes off. That's like I can, I can remember, Mark Mark Slareff was the was the Mark Slareff was the announcer. Mark Slareff was the announcer. He's like, I've never seen anything. This is the craziest, greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. They're like, they done, used to have yeah. a guy back in the day, Billy Sims, that used to jump over the line, and he tried to jump over the line. And I met his ass in the air. Nope. <laughs> it was. It was damn it. I remember it was like. Holy shit, you know, what yeah. again? These like, war stories. Oh, There's nothing great. like these war yep. stories that you guys tell about the Ravens. But the one I have to follow up on, though, is because Bart has brought him up, and now Rex, you did, and that's and that's Manny who serves the eggs. I mean, is it that? Is he that good? Like he has been. Sounds like a, he's been there from the day the franchise moved. Yeah, yeah. Man, Manny's a jerk, man. So Manny is the type of guy that you come in. He know we lost. He'd be like, hey, how did the game go? You guys went? Like, man, you, hey, don't be playing. Man, make my age, man. Quit playing. Like, but we love Manny. We love Manny so much that we put him in a team picture. Like, really? That, but oh, but yeah. that's the see, that's the beauty of the Ravens organization. They everybody there stays there, and and, and like I, I can go back there right now. Val's gonna be upstairs, right? And, and you look yep. up, and, and Manny's gonna be in there serving eggs, and and All and and, 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 and people are gonna be there. Firemen. Yes. So, like, that's the beauty. That's the secret sauce. That's how you cultivate a culture. Right. And, you know, here with the Jets, that's what they're missing. They're missing that continuity and that consistency so that when guys come back, they embrace the past and the future. They don't do that here, and that's what they have to get to. The Ravens are one of the best-ran organizations in all of football. I still get stuff. Like, I got to – look Look at this. I, just, I, I still get stuff, man. Like – yeah. And I'm I'm more known for those you know, on, my fame is from the Jets. Since you know we're saying? on the radio, just to let everybody know, they sent you. It, it, I don't know that? what this, they just sent stuff. Man. I well, got what book is bags. It? It's a, it's, it says home on it. Okay, with well, the this Ravens was, logo. Okay, this was the one. Um, it's it has it's a pouch. Uh, Ravens Legends Community. Oh, they sent go. me a brick. They sent me a. Yeah. Uh, uh, they sent a field with air, and the grass was made out of every name of every player that ever played for the organization. Yeah, that's an amazing thing. Within the grass, right? That's how you build. Yo, that culture that 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 people like love and and and, and bond with, mm-hmm. right? So Manny going Manny gonna be there until he until he don't want to be there no more. I just love I, yeah, always that, that, I, the reference is Manny. We tried to do that. We tried to do that a little with the Jets. Remember, I put the locker in, in the in the great locker room the Jets have. I put the numbers of the players that have the all time numbers. Yeah, and so when they would come back and somebody could see 81 Jerry Philbin, all right? He wore that number from mm-hmm. here to here. And those players would come back. We put – when I got there, there was no team pictures up. Wow. I put every team picture up from all the teams in the past. And it's like, like dang. Like, you know, it's not hard to do. But – and embrace your – you know, the people that have been there in the past. But it's funny how, you know, sometimes uh, some – you know, it's important to some people – and not as important to others, but being a, a historian of the game, it was important to me. Yeah, it certainly, it, it certainly is, and you're seeing it obviously more and more these days. But you know that 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 is the one way to connect and stay connected, and also know when I get traded here, when I sign here, whatever it is, I'm walking into something like it's already established. Like I'm, I, there's a history, there's a tradition, there's the something standard. here that I'm right, a standard, perfect part that I have to live up to, and, and I think that's something that a great organizations right. will do. All right, last story, last story, right? Last story. It was a, it was a uh, rookie <laughs> that had just got in there. And, you know, he was trying to run late for meetings and guys come in and try and place an order for eggs, and he was rude to Manny. He liked to got his ass kicked and, and fired that day, and he had to go apologize. He said, if you ever speak to Manny like that, you will get the 
the life choked out of you. You understand me? You see this man right here, don't you ever disrespect him. Just because he's making eggs, don't think that you're better than him. You will get your ass kicked. He's more important to us than you ever will be. Wow. Now, now go and apologize before you get your ass kicked on the spot. And that didn't have to go with the management. Those were players. Like, yeah. what did he say to me? Hold up. Excuse right. me, man. Yeah, let me put my fork down. Bro, I will kick your ass. Boy, if you had lost your damn mind, you, you need to understand that this ain't who you deal with. And you didn't deal with L, Ed Curl or like that. You just want to complain to the equipment manager or, or Ed Curl, who we beloved, who I – the person I took to the Pro Bowl when I went was Ed Curl. And if you said something to Ed, you would get your ass kicked immediately. Quickest way to get punched in the face yeah. before you even know you're in a fight. <laughs> it's so true, Mark. So true. I wonder how many organizations lack that, and it it sounds so simple, but it is amazing to me when you think about it, like how important that is, though, to your culture as you're trying to build one, right, Rex? I mean, you've been a head coach twice. You've you've obviously Absolutely. been with with the Ravens, great organization there. Your dad had great success. I imagine culture is that more than it is what goes on on the field. Am I right? No, you're exactly right, and that's why this Detroit this guy could be there for 20 years. Yeah, I was going to ask you that because he gets it. He absolutely gets it. And I, I had the uh, opportunity to go down and, and uh, spend some time with him, interview him. And, you know, obviously my son's there, so I, yeah. I, I've known about him. I coached against him before when he was the interim head coach with the uh, Dolphins, with the right? Dolphins and things. But I'm just telling you, it, it's he's got it going there. And it's the whole building. It's the whole building. So that that team's going to be a force for years. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, and it, but it starts – with that, it starts with with the you know the love and respect that you have for the people in the building. That's everything, and that's again why it's not surprising that you have that kind of success. Rex, always good to catch up with you. Thanks so much. All the best. All my pleasure, guys. I mean, Bart, you got to feel like what he said, and I didn't even really think about that. Third generation. If if Seth is part of the Lions, right? He's on the coaching staff. Yeah, if the Lions the win this game and go to the Super Bowl. That is true. Three generations. Yeah. The dad, right? The, the grandfather, the father, and the son yeah. all going to the Super Bowl as a coach. Yeah. And his brother has three Super Bowl rings, by the way, just to understand. Well, I, I, he but, won, but, he robbed one with, um, with New England. Yeah, but but I'm just, but you think about just the yeah, lineage that's of the that. That's the same generation, yeah. Woo, like that. So you know the emotions. Of, you know, like it's, I didn't even think about that part of it. Buddy, Rex, and then Seth. In a yeah. role like that, ooh, yeah, man, that's something special. Seth's the black sheep. He's the only offensive guy. <laughs> that, well, I, I love that. That was a great line that he's the wide receivers guy. 800-919-3776. We'll get some calls. And, and also, let's get back into the NBA, the Knicks and the Nuggets tonight. But something else tonight that I've been warning Nick fans about for well over a month, and it could come to fruition tonight, and you have no one to blame but yourself. If it does, I'll explain. Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Pebo Bryson. You, like, what was the song he sang for a Disney movie? People, people, people sleep on Peebo because of, uh, he's got a great voice. But also, like he was there right when Luther was out, and he was going hit for hit for a while. No, I know. That's right. He did the whole new world with. Um, he did. It was the a whole Regina new Bell. world. Yeah, that was uh, Aladdin, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he yep. did. He did the theme from Aladdin. That's probably where he made most of his money off that song. Yeah, he could the residuals on that. This song though, though, can you stop? Like, can you? St- that song is such a great song. It's such. I don't know if it's gotten the same amount of play. I don't know if everybody nah, knows that song. People, people, people have like if you go to People's Greatest Hits. Oh yeah, and like the first, the first eight nine is like like we're all number ones. He had a run. He definitely had a run. Thought we'd give shout him out today because it was raining, and that's this thing. This song came to mind. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six is the number. So Bart again tonight, Knicks and the Nuggets at the Garden. Um, so you get Nikola Jokic. What's the guard? I think. What? I wonder how he's going to react to playing in the garden because you know he's a guy played there before yeah but you know what i'm saying like you know like i don't think he gets is it a place that he enjoys oh, like, is he, oh, out of all out of all the places that he plays yeah, all the stars always like marvel at it, talk about it. i wonder if he just goes like it's, it's it's just gym i come to gym and i play basketball i don't really care about garden i wonder if he say he like i'm going over to the uh horse track uh, <laughs> that's right i like more fun at yonkers than i did at madison square okay like that <laughs> Things, stuff like that. Um, but tonight, before the game, the starters for the All-Stars will be revealed. The starters? Yes. And as I've been trying to tell Nick fans. Oh, but they've been too busy going at Candace Parker to vote. I mean, it's amazing how fast you'll run to Twitter to go at her. But you're not going to you know, give this guy some clicks. The last returns was last week. And Brunson did get over a million. He he's at he was at over a million, but he's still sixth. <laughs> that was, he still that was has less. <laughs> he has less votes than Tyrese Maxey still, and Tyrese Halliburton has 
1.7 million more votes than he does. He has 2.7 million votes, Halliburton does. See, but here's your deal, right? Trey uh, Young also, 800,000 more votes. And try, I've said this a million times. Trey Young's team sucks. Yeah, but you're talking about how, how Brunson closed the gap? The Villanova people started voting for him. I would hope so. <laughs> you would hope so. So it was, it, was, it was people from Philly that actually uh, contributed because you know ain't nobody from New York voting but, for But, nothing. like, to me, again, so, so remember, it's 50% is the fan vote. Then there's 25 media and 25 uh, the, um, the players. So there's still a chance that Brunson could get a starting nod if, like, he's overwhelming choice of media and fans, right? Because our media – I mean, media and players. Are media and players going to give it to Trey Young? Are media and players going to give it to Lillard? Are they going to? Everybody knows that Halliburton's getting it, right? We all know he deserves it. But you know, like, it, does Brunson get some votes that puts him a little bit closer? And then now the fan vote costs him from making, uh, being a starter. The Knicks having a starter in the All Star game as a point guard. Are you kidding me? Like, and no, no, because your fans, you you, you don't want to vote. And how many times, like I, I've I've seen this, and the responses the responses I've gotten when I've mentioned this several times on social, blow my mind. Like like the the responses are simply like not our problem, not our fault. Meh. Oh, it's a popularity contest, so what does it matter? Oh, it's one guy says it's rigged. I got I got to I got to respond. It's rigged anyway. Like this is what we're doing. It's like other fan bases have to vote for him too. You have a bigger fan base than probably any other fan base in the league. You don't need any help. Mm. Show this guy some love, but it's too late now. And you know what we're going to hear tomorrow? Oh, my God, I can't believe Trey Young is the starter. You're going to get those people that complain about whoever was picked over Brunson. Right. And then you're leaving it up to the assistant coaches or the head coaches to vote for him as a reserve just to get him on the team. You need, you need the coaches to get him on. You could have controlled that, but they don't. You don't want to. Like, then one guy said, how do we vote? I never voted. Didn't know I could do. <laughs> it's like, look, am I making a lot of this? I am. Do I ever make a lot of this? Never. But I am this year for several reasons. One of them because I think the guy deserves it. He's had a great year. Yeah, amazing. But it's also how many times I've heard from Nick fans about this guy should come here because we're New York and we can make you more famous and we can make you more money and you get so much support here and all that stuff. No, you don't. Yep. No, you guys are all, what can you do for me, but don't ask me to do anything for you. And all I'm asking you to do is click something on Twitter. The, you couldn't you couldn't get to Twitter fast enough to go after uh, Candace Parker. But you can't give this guy a vote on a regular basis. One guy, well, Literally, one guy told me, he's like, ah, it's, it's rigged, so it's why bother? Why bother? <laughs> Like we don't we don't do that here. That's what small markets do. Um, you don't want to show love to your to players. Do you understand that if 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 New York like overwhelmingly voted for Jalen Brunson to a point where he had two million votes, and m- some people might say, well, the, the d- fans d- have to put him as a starter. They have to put him as a starter because simply it's a popularity contest, and they they want guys that they they say oh they really care about. Yes, they put him in the starting lineup so. You know, let's get people. We what want, they want our guy in the starting lineup. That's how much he means to us. Now, as I said, let's say he you you just stuff the ballot box for this guy, and he's in the All Star. He's a, he's a starter, but let's say he gets he's third, so he misses it by a few million votes or a few hundred thousand, whatever it is. But he's third. He's right there. 
But at least, first of all, Brunson goes back and looks at New York like, wow, you guys really got behind me. Like, that's amazing. And that means a lot to him. You think players don't care about this stuff? They absolutely do. 100%. Players pay attention to this. They care how many votes they get. That also helps them get sneaker deals and stuff, by the way, everybody. People look and think, oh, you got sneaker deals and everything else. People look and see how popular you are with a fan base, and then they want to start investing in you. That's so, like Instagram followers. So this whole idea that, well, you know, he can make a lot of money in New York, can he? How can he if, if, he, if, if your fan base isn't showing how popular he is with you? So there's that. And then there's other players who will look and go, wow, Jalen Brunson. Look at all the votes here. Look at the support they threw behind him. I'd love to play there. These people, they, they show out for him. They're like, yo, New York list, right? But no, instead, it isn't. Instead, he's got less votes than Alperin Sengun. Yeah, say that again. He has less votes than Alperin Sengun. You you know who he plays for? Tell me who he plays for. The G League. Uh, no. Portland. Oh. No. <laughs> Rockets. You know where he's from? Turkey. Oh, they love their basketball in Turkey. Uh, uh, again, he has more votes than Jalen Brunson. Just ask Helu Turkulu. <laughs> now, here's one that I would that this would bother me. Anthony Edwards is also sixth in voting in guards in the West. You know he only has seven hundred and twelve thousand votes. It's Anthony Edwards. See, you just said that he could be the next face of the league. Everything, Can't be. Yeah, everything that A Rod touches. He can't, like, are you serious? Nobody wanted to vote for him? Minnesota doesn't want to show up? If I was him, I'd start looking around like, what is this? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? I can't get up. I can't. Like, of course, you know, Doncic is going to get all the votes. Steph Curry's still getting a ton of votes. And Shea Gilgis Alexander has a lot of votes, too. But if you're Anthony Edwards, aren't you looking around like, like I can't get, I can't even get a million? You know, he going to stay there, though. Is this Eventually, conversation boring you? No, no, no. I feel saying, like you're not into this. I feel like this is a big deal. Bro, New Yorkers I'm, I'm, all bro, brag. I'm the, one, I'm the one brought it. I'm the one that talked about it. What I'm saying, New Yorkers brag so much about they come how to this can, market they come to can Candace elevate Parker. you. Yeah, they come to Candace Parker. But yet, it, you're not elevating the player like you claimed you do. Do they know they can? They do they know they can vote multiple times? Oh my God! It was th- it was it was a day. Some days it's like your vote counts three times today, and nothing. One guy told me, "What's the link?" <laughs> but, Bro, you can find everything on Google. You can add Chat GPT. This is not that hard. Like, like they don't make it difficult. Like the link is easier to find than it is to find a number to our show. It's the <laughs> NBA. How about that? It it really is to me like yeah. This another guy said to me, "We can care less about an All Star game. We just want a chip." <laughs> yeah, but if you cared about the All Star game, maybe All Stars would come here. Maybe we want to just save his legs. <laughs> it's like the home run derby. I mean, what is this? Like uh, we want to get we want to we want to get some rest. You know what I'm saying? Tibbs running him through the ground, so let's let's uh, let's not vote for him so he can uh, not play that much. Stop blaming Nick fans. 29 other fan bases have to get their ballots, too. They did it with guys who aren't on the Knicks. Like, I don't. So, listen. So, don't, like, so don't be surprised. Talk you have the it, largest but thing. fan base. But don't act like you're the Mecca, then, if that's the case. Well, the, the Mecca, 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 Mecca is not. Mecca is a place. Mecca is not a team. Yeah, it's, not the, a, it's not the franchise. It's the building. So, that's but, different. 
Yeah, but but, the, but but people act like this is this this, this we're the best this, fan base in all yeah, the world. Basketball city and all that stuff. And yeah. and everywhere you go you show out. And my god, if you if you say anything negative about the Knicks outside of New York, they come out and they they are in attack mode. That's why Knicks Twitter is so famous among people in the national media. They all just shake their head like, oh my god, Knicks Twitter. It's like a beehive. And it's true. But you, I mean, Jalen Brunson the, the girl, can't get more votes than girl, Tyrese Maxey. Hey, yo, man, it's your greatest fan, baby. We're the best fans in the world. We're the most knowledgeable fans right. in the world, All man. right, well, then do me a favor and vote for your guy. No. Yeah, no, I can't do that. No, nah, man, I ain't always, you want me to jock him like that, son? <laughs> right, exactly. I, don't, I ain't doing that. I ain't voting. Whatever. I'm just saying it. Tonight, it'll be announced. He'll probably not be a starter. He still could be, but he probably won't be. And now it, you leave it up to coaches to decide if you choose him over whomever else is available. This guy deserves to be an all-star. He deserved to have the best chance to get there and not have to rely on the coaches in the East to put him on this team. And he also deserved to kind of feel what the fan base thinks about him and his efforts and everything that he's done this year. He's landing on the line, man. He's playing way more minutes than he's supposed to. And other stars around the league needed to see it. And this, you had your chance to step up, and you didn't. That's all I'm saying there. All right, we'll finish up with some calls and some thoughts and everything else. And the case show coming up top of the hour. But first, if you've been watching the NFL playoffs from the sidelines, there's still time to get in the game with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers bet this Sunday's conference championship games with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. And FanDuel has so many ways to pick up a dub. Of course, you got the spread straight up. You got money line if you just want to play it that way. I'm telling you right now, the over-under is going to be very interesting this weekend to watch as well. So if you want to follow those picks or others, go to FanDuel right now. Get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Allen to join today. That's FanDuel.com slash Allen. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 older and physically present in New York. First online real money wager. Only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable. Bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text OPEN-Y-467-369. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. 
Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Everybody. Can you stand it? Can you stand it? Can you stand it? It's almost like John, Johnny tries to outsing everybody else when well, they go when they start to go the into their. I know that's game match for you. Because <laughs> I need somebody who will stand by me. Who is hitting that, though? Is that, is that No, that's Ralph Trasman. He come in because, no. remember, he's oh, the lead Ralph, singer. That was Ralph? No, that's Johnny Gill, but then he come in. Yeah, then Ralph comes with the high voice? Yeah, because you know they really only allow three of them to sing. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like my, really, my, Michael, Michael Bivens, Bivens is like, yeah, they're in the back harmonizing. They're hum- <laughs> they in the back humming. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> was it, uh, it was him. Like, I forgot the other one with the high top, too. But it was a, uh, uh, Bell. Is it uh, uh, Ronnie Bell? Yeah, Ronnie. Right? Yeah, Ronnie, 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 Ricky and Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ronnie, yeah it was Ronnie in the back. Ronnie, like, Bobby, Ricky, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, the only the, the, the only dark dude, but his eyes were so far apart. You know who he looked like? <laughs> now that I think about don't, it, don't, don't. he looks like the black dude off of uh, Wakanda, the one that 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 had the rhinos that wouldn't let that. You know what I'm saying? His eyes are spread like that, man. Like, yo, your eyes are far apart, b. You damn near could probably see halfway behind you. You can't sneak up on that dude. I promise you that. Try to sneak up on him. Get it's your ass kicked. His peripheral vision is yeah. really good. Elite peripheral division. Like, he could be a great corner. His eyes are but... so damn wide, man. <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, hey, all right, so next week, Bart, ESPN New York presents An Evening with Garrett Wilson. It's great. hosted by us, Bart and Han. It's this great event here in the city with, of course, the Jets wide receiver, and you can get passes to this event. We also give you food and some drink as well, so we'll have some fun. You just go to ESPNNewYork.com, or you go to the, and then you go to the contest page, you go to the ESPN New York app, do the same thing, and submit your entry. So you want to be part of it? Go check it out. It's Garrett Wilson. It's us. We're going to have some fun in New York City. Hang out with us. Yeah, it's the day before I have to start preparing for my um, violation. Yes. So you might as well, like, we're going to go. So, all right. So we're going to go all in. We're going to all in this night because you know this is your last night before you got to take those drinks and you got to fast. It's brutal. Right? So you're going to go all in? Yeah. All right. Flocka. Have some fun. Evening with Garrett Wilson brought to you by Corona. And Sansone Auto Mall. Um, you feel like tonight's like a, a, a litmus test for the Knicks? Hardenstein is a is still questionable. So you'll probably have to do OG Ananobi against uh, Jokic. Like, do you, do, you, do, you, do you take anything from this? Or is it because they're, they don't have Hardenstein? Or if they don't have Hardenstein, it's hard to measure it. 
But it's tough, though, because even from the Denver standpoint, you don't know how much, how seriously they're going to take this game. What do you mean? You don't know how, how seriously Denver's going to take the game, what I'm saying. Why is, wouldn't they take it serious? Because sometimes it's just a back-to-back or something like that. They're on a, they're on a, on, on a They're not on a back-to-back. They're on the long, they are on a road trip. They play the Sixers. It's Embiid versus Jokic on Saturday. That's yeah, a big so, game. So, so I wonder if he's looking looking past that because, you know, mm. Embiid's had his number last time. You know what I mean? Yeah, he did. He kicked his butt. Right. So I wonder if he's looking past that. So this may be one where the Knicks can sneak up on him. Cause, well, you know, no, it's, it's an interesting game certainly tonight at the Garden. Of course, full coverage begins right after the K-Show, which is coming up next bart see you tomorrow peace thanks for listening to the bart and han show podcast listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 espn